Hey everybody, welcome. Uh, welcome back to Kita's Black Alliance. My name is Kita. Um, so this here will be the Andor season one, episode nine uh, for the watch along. So let me just set up, hold on. All right, there we go. And as you can see, I am somewhere different. <laughs> so like I said, I am on vacation. So the Wi-Fi here is terrible. <laughs> so it's going to be like super in and out. It's like worse than mine at home. But um, other than that, I can remove this for right now. So other than that, everything is going good. I still have to put up my review for the Padawan book. And I think I will do the Padawan book. I think I'll probably put that on my website. Yeah. So if you've never checked out my website, please go ahead. Um, I'll do it on there. And I do have the book, the next book in the High Republic. So that's on its way today, and I'll get it when I get back home, and can't wait to start that. I am still currently reading The Princess and the Scoundrel. Um, so far, that is still good. It still reminds me of, like, Bloodline, like a prequel. Like, I feel like I'm getting everything from Bloodline. Now it's kind of like opening up and literally giving me all the details that I needed from Bloodline, which is good. So, yeah, I'm going to, it's either that or I'll probably do like a, do a video of the Padawan and the Princess and the Scoundrel. I'm not too sure yet. Um, other than that, everything else is going okay. Um, the plane ride to where I am it, it was it was decent and it was my first time it was the first time for our daughter to be on a plane so she did pretty good other than you know like towards the end when they descend and so her ears were popping as well as the baby there was a, a baby on board and his ears was popping so yeah other than that did pretty good and yeah we're just tired god yesterday was such a long day but yeah other than that we're good and i'm happy that i get in the chance to uh review and watch this episode today instead of doing it on a thursday because my husband was like go ahead you can have it so anytime when he lets me have it, have a day, a Wednesday to do the podcast, I'm always happy to do it on a Wednesday instead of like a Thursday. It's always feel like I'm far behind, but you know, what can you do? But um, yeah, so again, please check out my website. It is uh, kitasblackalliance.wordpress.com. I do 
add the podcast on there as well as do the reviews and blogs and everything. Um, that's like my pride and joy, trying to get better at it. So yeah, without further ado, let's get to it because I'm ready to see what this episode is about. So, so far, uh, Andor is still on um, Narkina 5. Vel and Cento, Cento, they're at Farrix. Bix was taken in, starting the torture towards the end of the episode. Marva is not doing so well. Um, so they just need to find Andor and try to do this escape. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. And Tweedledee and Tweedledum, you know, there'll be more of them too, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, let's go. You two, on program now. Up, hands on your heads. Move. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Now. Let's go. How many guards on each level? Never more than 12. No, there you go. Toby hands again. All right. Okay. So here's the review. Um, overall, the episode so good. Um, so we didn't get to we didn't see Lupin in this episode. Um, like I said in the beginning, looks like we continue where we left off from the previous episode, <clears throat> in episode eight, where they took Bix because of Pac. And man, he told everything. But the reason he told everything is because his brain was fried. And so it looks like because of that, and they did the same thing to Bix, and then she... Uh, ended up saying more than what she needed to, which is sad, you know. Oh my God, such like barbaric moves, cruel and unusual punishment, honey. That was sad. So, and even from the previous episode where Belle and Cinta um, was at the, was in Ferrix, and we get confirmation that Vel comes from a wealthy family. And then now in this one, we know she is uh, the cousin of Mon Mothma. So that was a great surprise. And on top of that, like Vel is in the cause. She, for some reason, even though you see her all 
spruced up, you know, like she's in her attire when she sees or meets up with her cousin. She, for some reason, just don't fit. She just doesn't fit in. And clearly, not only does she not fit in with the, the rich, you know, lifestyle, <laughs> the fact that Mon's um, husband was sitting there saying like, oh, so when are you going to get a husband and all this? Like, come on, child. Like, really? Like, are you happy in your marriage? What's the point? <laughs> but, you know, clearly she is in a relationship with Senta, but everybody don't need to know. And on top of that, it's the whole point of, you know, she's in a lesbian relationship. You know, it's not a heterosexual relationship. But, you know, to each his own, as long as she's happy. But clearly she's just trying to keep it on a hush-hush. You know, the less she says, the better. Um, and not only that, so it seems as though she knows of Tate, well, not know of, but she knows Tate Coma. And had to talk about the money situation. So I thought that was, that's interesting to know because apparently she knows, Val knows Tay. So that was, that's another thing. Not only that, but see, like their connection is Luthen. So even though Luthen wasn't in the episode, but clearly he is somewhat mentioned. Um, he's like Mr. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like, he's there, but then he's not there. And Mon is trying to sit there and tell Val, like, you know, put, keep this rich thing, you know, this rich look on for a couple of days to kind of throw people off. So that way they won't have to question you. And I thought that was smart because that is something that Luthen has done. Um, you know, got to play to both sides. Mon, we haven't seen play both sides. She's just, because she's too much in the spotlight and too much on and in plain sight. And that for her is very hard to. So she's trying to use her lifestyle and where she comes from to set up this rebellion. So yeah, it's very cool. And then, um, okay, so the next part that I wanted to talk about was um, the mother of Karen, Karen Tweedledum. Yo, like, who is he to be sitting up there talking to his mother like that? You going into my room, but are you paying my bills? Like, are you paying for anything? Like, that is your mother. The fact that she sat up there and spit facts to him on what she does for him and for her household, honey, you need to be saying thank you. I appreciate you. It's okay. You know, what do you need help with? She didn't have to take you in after you done pulled that stupid stunt. Oh, my God. Tweedledum, I'm telling you. And Uncle Harlow. 
I wonder if we'll ever see him. Because this here will be interesting. And it's just always been Harlow. So I wonder who who that person is. Oh my God. So I guess that will probably be the be the surprise. And then the last is the, you know, with Cassian and um, you know, the crew. Yulof, rest in peace. I knew he was gonna go. He was just he was being pushed because, you know, they have a, a deadline to meet, a quota to meet. So it was it was bound to happen. Um, it's really sad. It's really sad. But then just to hear that so another prisoner who was on level four was released, but then brought back and then put on level two. And then so with that mistake, they went ahead and just fried everybody that was on level two, like a certain group of them on level two. So that was sad. So in other words, nah, they wasn't leaving. Ain't nobody leaving. Like who else was going to do the, do the work? So I don't, yeah, that was really crazy. But yeah, rest in peace to you, love. That was real sad, real sad. But at least the guy, you know, the medic went ahead and um, sent him off peacefully. Yeah. So now is the next one. So episode 10, let me see. What do I think? Predictions. Um, hmm. I think we may end up seeing Cinta and Bell again together. Like, I think she may just end up going back to Ferrix. Something is going to happen with Marva. I'm pretty sure she's going to die too, but then Cassian isn't there for it, and that's going to break him apart. I think that's where we might just end up seeing him fully taken on. I'm going to do what she was trying to do and I'm going to finish it. I think that's the reason why he joined the rebellion hardcore because you see Marva from the last episode. She is like, nah, I'm opening up this shaft and da 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 da. This tunnel is going to help for the rebellion. So she's clearly on the rebellion. She's, she's pumped. She's ready, but she's She's getting older. It's just she's not moving. It's kind of like the Yulov situation. So do I think she may pass peacefully? I don't think so. I think the ISB supervisor, Tweedledee, she may just end up going back to Ferrix. Somewhere in there, there's going to be some complications and it's going to interfere with Marva. And I think Marva either probably sacrifices for her people on ferrets or or maybe even bits, maybe. Um, but something is going to happen. Or maybe the fact that that other officer, when the ISB left and he said to her, can I just hang pop because... That will just give, you know, give a message. Maybe that's what's going to set Marva off. Because, again, I feel like the whole Ferrix people 
when they come together, they come together. Like this is, that's their community. That's their family. So we'll probably see something in that effect. Um, and then with Senta, I don't know, maybe something will happen to Senta that might drive Bell even further in. But it's always cool to see that, yeah, um, that Vel and Mon are cousins. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and I think that's about it. I'm trying to think of any other predictions that, oh, well, we know that he he's breaking out. So that could be like episode 11 of is the Narkina 5 breakout, you know, that type of thing. Um trying to see what else mm, I think that's about it that's the only thing I could think of there might be a chance that Mon's husband and daughter might get killed in the process but maybe not in this season probably in the next one um, we'll probably have to see about that. I just, because there's a reason why she gets, why she's close to Leia over the years. And we still haven't seen Leia yet. So that may happen in two or three or four, you know. Um, because again, she does become a junior senator does become a junior senator. So yeah, we'll have to see about that. Um, and I think that's it because everything else is fine in the episode. And I can't think of any other predictions. Yeah, so yeah, overall good episode, man. So this finale is going to be like one of those super cliffhangers. I wonder if they actually going to have like a post credit maybe but we'll see it, it will be interesting um and just to see what happens with lupin too because isb supervisor tweedledee like she's still on the hunt looking for uh looking for lupin so we'll have to see how far that goes mm -hmm. so yeah um other than that yeah everything else is good can't wait so this is it for this episode. I will see you guys next week. I'm very happy that I was able to watch it. <laughs> um, and, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So this here is about the Tales of the Jedi. Because I know I did a little snippet review of all the shorts um, last week. But now I had time to let it simmer. To let it process in my head. I still think it was a Dooku story that had me. We finally get to see what happened with um, Master Yaddle. Now I finally got Master Yaddle. Um, and I thought that was really sad. But then it just shows how strained and 
somewhat misguided, but still misunderstood. Like I, I feel like with Dooku, he knew he knew what he wanted. He wanted the galaxy to be better. It's just the way he went about it was the wrong way. And the fact that he went about it in the wrong way, his headspace, you can tote between, you can tote between the good and the evil, but eventually like that evil was going to take over and it did. I, for some reason, I'm a little bothered by the fact that he, he just seemed too strong, too headstrong to allow Sidious to take over him, his vulnerability, if that makes sense. I just felt like Dooku is such, he's a smart man. Why did you allow this man to go ahead and brainwash you? Like, he must have said some really good stuff to you for you to just be like, yeah, I'm here for the Empire. Because the way he went out of his way to kill Masiato was crazy. I I just, I don't know. So I really, really, really enjoyed the Kanduku and everything, even from, you know, with his Padawan um, with Qui-Gon and how with Qui-Gon's death how that stirred him into the direction that he went so he really really cared about his Padawans even Rael because Rael was his first um, his first Padawan and then Qui-Gon he really cares about his, his students like you know his Padawans um yeah, he just, I think it's just more so like he just has, has a big heart. And even in the book, Jedi Lost, it does show he does have a big heart. But then it's also, I'm upset because I feel like people are, you know, using my big heart for their own convenience. And then that pisses him off. And one of the reasons why he keeps doing what he's doing, and then it gets questioned by the Jedi, uh, by the Council. Um, but yeah, so that that's how I felt. That's what I had wanted to say in the last um, from when I did the pre uh, the review for Tales of the Jedi, and with the Ahsoka, it was so apparently this was like the prequel to the Ahsoka which I seen the, that very last episode. So I was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. Um, so pretty much she fought two inquisitors. Yeah. Cause if you read the Ahsoka book, sorry, spoiler, she kills one of the other inquisitors. That's how she ended up getting her, getting the Kyber crystals from the one in the book. She took the kyber crystals and then it bled out the red. And then that's how she ended up getting the pure white. So, yeah, apparently she knows 
See, that's why she's a really good Jedi. Well, and then in her cases, I am no Jedi. What is silver? Um, yeah, so, but again, I feel like it didn't really do too much with Ahsoka in this, but it did help solidify Count Dooku's story. And I appreciate that. It filled in the gaps that I needed to understand more and um, to put things to rest. So yeah, love it. Hint, please check it out. It's still on my Twitch um, or Twitter. And yep, and I'll have this here review loaded up, ready to go. And next week I'll do the um, episode 10 watch along, but this time it will be on Thursday because I'll be back at home. So yeah, Thursday will be you know, back to our regular schedule for that. But yeah, other than that, everything was good. Hope you guys have a good week. And-